Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey everyone, thanks for being a part of the podcast. As I know you have heard, if you listen to this podcast frequently, I say this a lot, I, but I so appreciate you all and this community of people who are trying to make Jesus famous around the world. And part of what we do at Kavanaugh Media is our focus is continuing to just really focus down itself, to niche down to working with nonprofit, with mission teams and with churches to help them leverage media social media and other types to find seekers in their context. And we want to use every tool possible to partner with the Holy Spirit because ultimately this is a spiritual work. This is not just a technical or an algorithm or whatever else. It's partnering with God and His Spirit working around the world. Now on today's call, you're going to hear from a friend of mine whose name is Dave. I met him through a training. I met him at a conference that I was speaking at. And really, this man is a person who wants to see the Bible translated in specific languages where it's not, and he wants to make Jesus known. And so we began to do coaching and training. He is implementing this with his team in a certain country that we won't mention today. But then he also went back to the pastor of his local church and said, I think you need to be looking at this. Two weeks ago, I did a training then with this whole church, and they are beginning to implement this as well. And so I asked him in the midst of a coaching and training call if we could record it, if he would be willing to just let us share this training with you, the broader audience of people listening to this podcast. So I hope that you will appreciate as we talk about custom audiences and lookalike audiences. That was the question that Dave had during our training call today. So without any more delay, here is my friend Dave, and here is our conversation about custom audiences and lookalike audiences. All right. Welcome, Dave, to the podcast. Thanks for allowing me to record this conversation. Uh, We're not going to use locations and that kind of stuff just for security reasons, but I appreciate you allowing me to record our conversation to be able to share that then with other people and with the podcast. And before we got started here, you were saying the question that really made me want to record this, where you were talking about custom audience and lookalike and just confused and how we might use them. Is that is that right? Can you re tell me exactly what is it that you're not sure about when it comes to those? Yeah, thanks, John. Um, so currently we're running some ads for um, two different pages um, at the kind of get to know us level, um, the kind of top level awareness type ads. Um, and we are looking towards building a custom audience or wanting a custom audience so we can retarget um, the people that have watched a certain percentage of those initial videos um, that we've put out. Um, So I've got a couple of questions really just about the best way to do that. One relates to how much of the the video um, would be good to build a custom audience from, because in some previous materials you've mentioned 10-second views or through plays, which shows significant engagement because it's they've paused long enough right um, rather than thumbing straight through but um, at the same time as we've been crafting our videos you know whether it's a minute long or longer or shorter um, we've done that because we we have a message so 
the other question then is, would it not be better to, to build a custom audience of people that have watched 95%, say, or even 100% of that video, um, bearing in mind the, the numbers will be smaller. So then do you just wait for longer to build your custom audience of people that have watched more? So that, that's one question. Okay, let's start with that one. And then I know your other questions about with lookalikes, right? Is that correct? That's right, yeah. Okay, let's start with the custom audience. So they, the 10 second video view isn't even an option really anymore. So Facebook, Instagram is going to, going to optimize for through plays, which is going to be 15 seconds or, or longer on these. So really the, the overall strategy is going to be the same as to when you were doing it with the 10 seconds and, and doing it in that way. So it's just a little bit longer. And all we're trying to do is to, to see engagement with people based upon these videos or whatever content. And really the idea of a custom audience is we are building, like I use the idea of a bucket, but we're building this bucket of names that get added into it for a period of time. And then they'll go out of it from depending upon how much time you've put this bucket to be drawing names into it. So if it's a seven day bucket on day eight, the people that came in on day one, they're out. And so it's an always changing and updating audience, which is why you don't have to just do an ad for like seven days only to that audience because that audience is always refreshing. So you can continue to run the same ad to them. You'll just keep the ad spend lower because a custom audience, as you've already seen, is going to be a smaller audience by its very nature. It's further down the funnel. Okay. So on the video once to what you're describing and you guys are doing scripture engagement, you're using videos to do that. Then we're looking for people who aren't just doing like three seconds or an impression because we, we want people who have really engaged with that video and that scripture that you all are sharing in their heart language. So you can base it then upon percentages of how much that they have watched. And the reason why you would use a smaller percentage, say 50% instead of maybe 90% is because of volume. So depending upon the top of your funnel, if you don't have, if you're working with a very small audience to start with, if you're targeting specific neighborhoods or if you are targeting a specific language or whatever, which would automatically reduce the size of your top level awareness audience, then you're not going to hit four or 5,000 people on those video views possibly at let's say 90%. So we lower it down to, to 50%. Another thing that you'll need to think about is how long is that video? So if it's a three minute long video, then if, if people have watched 50% of it, they've already watched a minute and a half. They're interested. That's all I'm trying to do with these videos is see if somebody is interested. So a lot of times I use this analogy of we go into a business and, and I'm looking. Uh, so I like trout fishing. I like golf. Let's say I'm in a, a, a store looking at trout stuff and the guy walks over to me and he's trying to get me to look at tennis shoes in this you know, athletic store. I'm not interested in tennis shoes, obviously. I'm interested in this trout gear because that's where I'm at. That's my behavior is showing my interest by it. So when you put your video out, if they've watched 50% and it's a longer video, that could be an amazing audience. They've already shown intent because of that time. Now, if your video is only 15 seconds long or say 20 seconds long, well then 50% of that might only be 10 seconds or whatever. And you know, that doesn't carry the same level of intentionality to it. So the, the length of the video determines a lot of that. And then the volume number determines a lot of it on a video view custom audience. But there's other types of custom audiences that you could do 
as well. And I'll talk about that in a second. The key here, what I would encourage for you to do, Dave, is to create more than one and to A-B test some of these. Because believe it or not, and it's the same with lookalike audiences, sometimes we would intuitively think, well, the higher percentage is going to be a better converting audience, but not always. Maybe people are paying a lot for their data, so they just don't want to watch a long video on their mobile phone, or maybe they're on the bus um, or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of variables that could be at play here. So you can create one at 50%, and you could create one at, say, 75%, one at 95% or whatever, and then you could run an ad and you can test these different audiences just to see how they respond. All right. So that's on the video side. You create these custom audiences. You can choose more than one video you base it off of. You can choose the time, or the percentage that they've watched, all of that. So there's a lot of variables, and you're going to get to that under audiences in your business manager. You click on that, and then there's going to be a button that's, that says create audience, and you create the custom audience. And this is where you can base them off of video views. You can base it off of engagement on your Facebook page. So people that have just engaged with your ad, unfortunately, that includes negative engagement. Okay. You can also do it based upon if you have the pixel installed with your website. And this is a completely different custom audience. So this is if people have gone to your Bible download page, or if you have the event codes passing when they've pressed a certain button. So you could build one off of Android Bible downloads for, I know you all have a Bible app that you've created. So when people download the Android one, that could be an event that fires and creates a custom audience of everyone that's downloaded a Bible. That's going to be really small. And so at a certain point, you can't run ads to an extremely small audience. So sometimes we want to just increase the time. So we'd say like the last six months, or we want to lower the percentage if it's a video view or we want to add parameters. So maybe we would add Android and iPhone and, and whatever together. Or you can base it upon pages that they've gone to. So maybe you have ran three different ads to landing page one, two, and three. And you could say, I want to create a custom audience of everyone who has been to landing page one, two, and three, but hasn't messaged us yet. So you would create a custom audience of everyone that's messaged you and say the last 90 days. And then you could include landing page one, two, and three, but then exclude the message audience when you're doing it. All right. So there's a lot of variables with custom audiences. And then you can retarget them or remarket them with a very specific ad. So for you all, they have a Bible app that they've downloaded. Well, maybe they need help understanding what to read. Or maybe now is the point where you encourage them to send you a message about finding others who want to read the Bible together with them. So there's a very personal message that can be sent to them. You would never send that to your whole general audience overseas that you're trying to target. That's not the general, the top level ad that you would do. So custom audiences are further down the funnel. They're more when that trust or activity is shown. They're really interested. They just haven't pulled the trigger and sent you that private message yet to start that discipleship online. Now, a lookalike is the second part, I think, of your question, right? And you're curious about what? Why don't you share that part? Yeah, actually, before getting to lookalikes, can I just ask a couple of questions yeah, on what you just said? Um, so in terms of building the custom audience, um, obviously, we'd have to go into it and kind of look at all of the different options there um, for, to visualize it. But um, in terms of a time frame, you know, say we are looking to fill our first bucket of people that have engaged at whatever level with our first video. Um, 
if we say the last 30 days or 60 days or something, do we have to choose specific videos or can it just be a time frame? And therefore it will include everything that we've kind of produced. Sure. So, so that's, I'm, I'm kind of not clear on that because if yeah. the budget is gonna, somebody's gonna come in and somebody's gonna come out, do we keep having to check the box to say, oh, include this next video and this next video, or will it automatically include everything? That, that, that was one question. Right. So if you're just doing it on a specific video, then it would only be based off of that video. If you do it off of just page engagement or you do it on website visits, then that would be a more general. So you can do it just anybody that's been to your website in the last 90 days. That's going to capture every landing page visit that you have. That's a pretty broad bucket or anybody that's engaged with your Facebook page. So organic paid, all of that could be lumped into that. So you can get really broad, really big, or you can get really granular, really specific. Uh, and the, you can begin to overlap these as well. So you could say anybody that's been to the website, but exclude anyone who has not been there in days eight to 14. So like you can create a bucket then of anybody that's come to your website in the last seven days, and then last days eight to 14, and like days 15 to 21. And depending upon how, how you layer those, then different people will see this next ad based upon what they've done. And it's really almost endless. And so, yes, you will need to be creating some buckets that are just general, like the messaging one. And then you will probably have some that are really specific, like they've been to the Bible download page or whatever else. And then uh, in the geeky marketing way of my world, that's where the fun begins is when you begin to layer these and you include this and you exclude this and you do it by location and you do age, all of these things can, can be a part of that. That's all when you really get focused and now you're getting the right message in front of the right people. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Lookalike audience. Okay. So I understand why we do the custom audience as you've just explained it um, based on the engagement that people have had so far, however we define it. So at what point do we want to utilize the lookalike feature? Because um, once we create a lookalike audience from the custom audience, who are we running that to? Okay. Um, you know, if we're working in one city, for example, does it work to use a lookalike audience based on a custom audience that would actually be running to all those people in that city anyway? So that's kind of where I'm a little bit unsure about. Sure. The so that's a good question. And because you are, you have two different locations you have one place you know you're, you're looking at a country but in another you're looking at just a city it, it will vary there a lookalike is only as good as the quality of the data that you put into it and a lookalike audience is based off of your custom audience and so it is utilizing the algorithm and thousands of points of data that we don't have access to to be able to find these commonalities in an audience that our ability to interest target just wouldn't find. So let's say we want to do Jesus and Bible, or we want to do a certain language. Yes, that will target it down to people that have engaged with that. But if you take and you upload a custom audience of everyone that's been to your website in the last 30 days, and then the algorithm is able to go and look at, say, maybe there's 4,000 of them. Let's say you've had 4,000 website visits in the last 30 days. It can go through all 4,000 of them and find what is the common nature? What commonalities are among all 4,000 of them? And it will then create that lookalike based upon all of those types of, of 
interests and things that we don't have the ability to know nor to target. And so it is a tremendously valuable tool to put at the top of your funnel. But you, don't, you can't start with it because you've got to base it off of data. So we start with these videos, we start with the video views, we start with Jesus and Bible or language, and we get some traffic and we start to build these custom audiences. And then we build a lookalike and we use those at the top of our funnel to who we're sending the ads to. And then we just, we started right over again. Okay. And so you, it's going to be brand new people there that you can be reaching. So you can do your lookalike and then you could exclude your custom audience if you wanted if you wanted to reach a brand new cold audience of people that are based upon what they've done. Here's the cool thing though, Dave, is that over time, and I think you see this and so many of the other teams that I've worked with see this, it's taking six months or longer before they really begin to refine their audience. And now they start to see their landing page costs lower, all of that. It's, everything's getting better. The metrics do. The, if, you, if you had people, let's say you had a thousand people that have downloaded the Bible, they are the best person that you want to be talking to. And now you can take all of those issues and all of those commonalities that we don't know that only, you know, you know, really, honestly, the Holy Spirit would know the algorithm is trying to do that and say, can you find me a hundred thousand, 200,000? It depends on where you're targeting to uh, people who are similar to these people who have done this. So we'll take it to the business world. If if I buy a fly fishing pole, then then and they have something about me and they see where I've been coming to the website and what I look at, then they build a model, a persona based upon my activity online, both on their site and, and they can track that sometimes other places. Well, what if they added a thousand other people and all of a sudden they found that every one of us or the vast majority of us who like trout fishing also like something else? Well, that, those, all those other things are things that we just wouldn't be able to know on our own. So it's leveraging all of that data to be able to create that lookalike, which is cold. They don't know us yet, so we have to do awareness ads. But we're assuming that they're already going to be a better quality audience because, he, because of the data that they're being based off of. Now, I would still tell you that you want to test it. And I've used lookalikes and sometimes just using Jesus and Bible or something else ends up working better than my lookalike. That's probably because I haven't put enough data into that lookalike audience yet for it to be good. But the, the longer you go, the higher the quality of the data, the more data, the more people you're putting into it. So if you only put 200 into it, it's just not going to be that good. All right. And then there's one other thing I want you to know, and as well as the people that are in here, this podcast is when you create a lookalike audience, you can only create it for a country or a region, multiple countries. But let's say you want to target a certain city. Well, how would you do that? You have to create the lookalike for the whole country. But then when you go into the ad and you use that lookalike audience, you can hover over the edit, over the pencil mark, and now you can change the location and it's going to open up and it's going to say the country. You just click the X, get rid of the country, and then type in the city. And now, or drop a pin even, and you can bring that down to a one mile circle, okay? And now it's saying everybody that's in, within this one mile circle that is in that lookalike audience is who I want to, to see this ad. So you're still using the power of the lookalike, you're just targeting a city. And Facebook doesn't make that clear that you can do that. In fact, they don't even say that you can, but that's how you do it. And that's how it can become really powerful for you. 
Okay, that's helpful. Yeah, I was going to ask about dropping a pin on the lookalike because obviously, you know, you may not want the whole city even. You might just right. want a small little area. Yep. So just, just to try and kind of understand this a little bit more clearly. So we, we're starting with our awareness ad. So we're running that to a cold audience, mm -hmm. either with interest targeting like Jesus Bible or none, depending on what we want to try and do. So we have our cold audience. Say we get 4,000 people that have watched 50% of a video and we build a custom audience of those 4,000 people. And then we create a lookalike audience straight away of that custom audience, mm -hmm. but we're not going to be showing them the same stuff. So with the custom audience, we're running our next level kind of get to like us type ads. Yeah. Maybe More a testimony or something like that. Yeah. But then with the lookalike audience, we're going to, we're going to go right back to the top again and show maybe the same ad that we already showed to uh, the first audience. Yeah. Yes. You're understanding it correctly. Say we have a city of a hundred thousand people. Okay. Can we say find us the people in that city of a hundred thousand? So okay, we have a four thousand custom audience. Can we expand our lookalike audience to reach that a hundred thousand again? It will always be using the filter of the data that you put into it, and when you create the lookalike, it's going to give you this percentage mark. And so you want to play with that and put it at 1%, 2%, 5%, whatever. And depending upon the data and how much you're putting into it, and depending upon where you're wanting to target, it's going to give you an estimated number or the size of that audience. So like in the United States, I can go 1% and it's going to give me 2 million people. Now, just as a side note, unless you have you know, $100,000, you're not going to reach 2 million anyway. But you could theoretically create an audience that's that big. So in a smaller city, say 100,000 people or whatever, you might find that even when you put it on 5%, it's still going to show that same number, whatever that might be. And if that's the case, then that's for your whole country, it's only estimating that there's going to be 20,000 people total who match what your custom audience is going to look like. And then when you eliminate the country and go down to the city and maybe go down to the neighborhoods, you may find that it's not very many people overall. So it's, it's one of those things to test because in the end of it, depending upon the size of the, the location and the audience that you're trying to target, your lookalike may not be any bigger than what you're already finding through just iteration and iteration of your audience targeting yourself. Okay. Through your custom audiences. So as everything always test and see, but that's how you could play with it to begin to get an idea for the ads and where you would use them. So look like would be a top, just in general awareness, you're going to set something positive, a prayer, a blessing, your scripture stuff that you all do in that heart language. Once they've begun to engage with it, that's where you can do those more specific ones. And then really the third level after they've had multiple touches is where you're going to get the trust one. That's where the conversation, that's where the conversion type ads are going to really become powerful is that third level down. And that takes time. It just takes time. All right. Great. Thank you. That's really helpful. All right. Well, there's the training that I did with my friend, Dave. Thank you, Dave, for allowing me to record that. That's what my days look like. So much time just working with individual teams, trying to help them. I am partnering with a broader coalition of different mission organizations, media creators, both here in the United States, but working all around the world as well. And I've got some exciting announcements about that, about some coaching opportunities that are going to be coming up that are a part of this coalition as well. So I hope today's podcast, I hope this training is a benefit to you. 
as always, keep testing, keep trying, see what's worked. It's working for you and just do more of that. If something's not working, well, then stop. That's okay. But just have that mindset of always testing, always trying to press buttons and see, I wonder if, I wonder if this will help or I wonder if this will work to help make Jesus famous. So thanks again for listening to the podcast. Please give me your ratings on there. Put that on there. That just helps more people know about it. Thank you for sharing with other people about the podcast. And may God bless you. Know this, that I am praying for you and God will bless your efforts. So until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.